hit me. From Studio P in Sausalito, the home of the hit, it's time for... Suckatash. Yes, Suckatash, the comedy soundcast, soundcast featuring snippets from comedy... Soundcast. And also interviews with comedians, comedian soundcasters, and other showbiz folk. And now, here's your host, internationally recognized comedy soundcast, soundcaster, Mark... Persia. Mark. Happy holidays, sweet listener. Man, it is hard to believe there are just a few scant weeks left in this shit bag of a year. Mark Hershon here, and I'm coming to you today from Studio N, the Nerd Nook extension of Studio P, the home of the hit, in Sausalito, California. You're listening to episode 283 of Suckatash, the comedy soundcast soundcast. Before I get into what's in store for you on the show today, did you have a chance to listen to my inestimable co-host Tyson Saner in last week's Epi 282? He had had a week off, two weeks really, and well-rested, he was in fine form. The episode was called Three on a Whim. It still is called Three on a Whim, and it features clips from the soundcasts Fuck My Work Life. It's actually F asterisk asterisk K my work life, soda jerker in songwriting, and rice to meet you. And you can still get it from any of the usual pod spots like Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts, Audible, Amazon, SoundCloud, and a little home site we like to lovingly refer to as SuckatashShow.com. I was going to go with clips this week myself, but the opportunity arose to have fellow soundcasters and big cheerleaders of this show on as guests, Dr. London Smith and Cameron Clark. They host, or rather, Dr. London hosts and Cameron produces the Jock Doc podcast, which we have featured a couple of clips from before, and I was a guest on their show back in May. Before I could ask them to return the favor and be on Succotash, they invited me back to be on their soundcast again. So we went back to back just last night with me guesting on the Jock Doc podcast, recording an appearance that will play in the very near future. And then London and Cameron appeared here, and you're going to hear that interview in just a moment. But before we jump in, let's hear a word from our sponsor, Henderson's Pants, and they're just in time for the holidays jingle drawers hello friends and happy holidays from henderson's pants just in time for this special time of year henderson's is pleased to introduce our jingle drawers these special edition holiday pants are secular in nature which means you can wear them whether you're gathered around the menorah for hanukkah the tree for christmas or the kenorah for kwanzaa Available in bright, vibrant holiday colors like red, green, blue, and yellow, jingle drawers are not just festive looking, but they're durable too, as they are made from 100% reindeer hide, which means you'll be trotting out into the living room and pissing off your relatives in Henderson's jingle pants for yuletides to come. Jingle drawers also come festooned with eight large pockets, in addition to the expected four that come standard on most trousers. So as you visit the homes and holiday parties of family and friends, feel free to fill those pockets up, not just with gifts that they give you, but helpings of food from the table to snack on later when you're alone, sobbing by yourself in the darkness. 
Don't worry about getting too depressed, though, because it's hard to be glum when you're wearing your Henderson's Jingle Drawers. How could it not be? They're covered in handcrafted jingle barrels, which peel with that joyous holiday sound with every step you take. Not only that, when you do receive those holiday party invitations, whether it's in someone's home or your office Christmas party, you can finally say with confidence, I'll be there with Bells On. Originally designed for elves at the North Pole, street corner Santas, and the ghost of Christmas yet to come, Henderson's Jingle Drawers are available wherever Black Friday, Cyber Monday, and the day after Christmas sales happen. That's Henderson's, makers of fine kilts and lederhosen since 1897. And now, let's get back to Succotash. Joining me now on Succotash is Dr. London Smith. Hello. Hello. From the Doc Jock podcast and Cameron, who has Hi. no who has no last name apparently from Clark, Everett. Cameron Clark. Yes, that that's is my. The, that's the first time I've known that this entire time. Yeah, we we keep it. I mean, it's not like we're trying to be under the radar, but I like pushing the idea of producer Cameron every time. Yeah. And then for me, it's because me being an actual doctor, we paste that everywhere. I like My that. Name. I like it's, you know, I, we've been doing Succotash for 10 years now mm -hmm. and reviewing a lot of podcasts and clipping a lot of podcasts. And it's really funny how many podcast hosts that aren't famous hosts, mm -hmm. but particularly, you know, back when I started doing this 10 years ago, they were people that didn't want like their coworkers to know they were doing a podcast yeah. or their family to know. So they only went by a first name and it probably wasn't even their real first name. So when I'm trying to clip these shows, I'm often putting people's, you know, Twitter accounts, linking those and yeah. Instagram and stuff. And I'm try trying like hell to find someone's name. And they just, they don't exist. We'll they do just... the same thing for ours. Yeah. Cause well, for ours, uh, it's, it's all in character. So, um, you know, at, at the end, or I guess sometimes before we start, whatever, I, I'll ask them so I can credit them, you know, what I should call them. But like, we, we have people who are like school teachers and stuff. So they're like, those people, I, I get it. Like, they don't want, right. you know, yeah. whatever. That... It's sort of like the, the way people look, used to look at actors at the turn of the 19th century, you know, mm -hmm. the, the sort of beneath the public's notice. I don't want to be thought of as an actor. No, it's not mine. Yeah. We uh, did have one guest who I don't think we ever knew his name because he no. was just a Reddit guy. That was really early on. Now, <laughs> most of our octopus fancy octopus. Yeah. Now, most of our guests we get from uh, sort of other improv mm. people that we sort of are connected to through past guests. But early on, it was like a lot of just kind of Reddit randos, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so yeah, the fancy octopus, we have no idea who that person is. He's that's his character and uh -huh. what we knew him by. <laughs> wow. If he ever passes away, hopefully you'll at least see his obituary with that name on it. I have to hope cool. so. <laughs> that's that's what I'll be looking up. So we we've uh, featured clips from the Jock Doc podcast a couple of times. And uh, I, I do mention you during our tweet sack segment where I uh, thank all the people that have mentioned us on their socials because you guys are really good <laughs> about retweeting succotash tweets man real we try good. It's, man I love it the, it's on the list of things that are free to do so uh, that's that's how I view it <laughs> so it's entertainment for you <laughs> yeah well I mean, yeah that that's the whole point of anything being free but uh no we since you've uh it's for us, it's you give us free advertisement, whatever, and uh, yeah, features and stuff. So we, 
we like to support in return. Absolutely. But, uh, so, but tell me a little bit about um, sort of the the genesis of the Jock Doc podcast, how you got started, uh, and um, sort of what the what the rundown is of how the show works. Because I've been a, been fortunate enough to be a guest a couple of times now, and I could talk about it, but I'd love to hear mm -hmm. from you guys, sort of, you know, how it got yeah. started and what uh, what sort of motivated you to start doing it. Well, we yeah. had we had like. <laughs> London and I have known each other since middle school. We've known each other for, we're in our, both in our early thirties now. Um, and we had been talking about doing a podcast for a really long time, mm -hmm. but like had literally no idea, just no concept, but we even recorded maybe two or three episodes of just sort of nothing years mm -hmm. ago Yeah, before having any, just, just to get a feel of it. Like I bought a Yeti mic and we just sort of made this like really terrible sounding show that I don't even remember what we talked about or what the concept was but it was some improv-ish thing and then um when did you yeah when did did well, we came then, up with the name that just the, the night we recorded day, the first yeah, episode the yeah. jock doc podcast but the um so I went to medical school was one trick and I uh so I was in medical school and listening to comedy bang bang mm. and uh you know some of these other um more famous improv comedy podcasts and so it's I felt guilty for listening to that whenever I, you know, you know, in, in between stuff when I'm like, Oh, I should be studying. Uh, but then I tried to look up medical podcasts and I was like, Oh, this is so boring. <laughs> so this is, I was like, I don't know. What, what if, what if there's some hybrid that I could do where it's uh, you get, you get the basic cause a lot of, you know, what, what medical students are tested on uh, you can, you can summarize it pretty concisely if mm -hmm. if you try you know you don't have to go on for a full hour about a given you know celiac disease whatever uh you can do it pretty succinctly so um while i was in medical school i was yeah a, a whatever frustrated whatever degrees and uh then during my uh what fourth year of rotations um i knew i was gonna have more free time uh it, sorry and this is my my fourth year it's clinical rotations you get to pick them so it's like electives mm. in high school kind of like you're more free you enjoy it more usually uh and so i <laughs> um anyway so I, I pitched to them base uh sorry to cameron another good friend of ours cassie uh and to uh her husband dylan um i was like let's let's meet up with whatever microphone stuff we have and see if we can make something. Uh, and we had just these ideas floating around. We, we have another podcast, we like Hollywood Handbook, where we mm -hmm. like how they do the fake ads. So, uh, or sorry, they do real ads and we were excited to do fake ads. Mm -hmm. uh, so all of that was in our heads. And then um, we, we basically started recording with the idea of, uh, I, I think Cameron was busy buying a house or something. So he wasn't even paying attention. And then I, I told him, okay, so you're going to play dumb for this. And that's kind of basically his character started that. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, we started and it was a lot of- But yeah, I guess it was, I mean, we definitely did have the premise of we want this to be like a comedy bang bang style yes. mm -hmm. character base where the guests are a character improv mm -hmm. show with a medical focus that actually does a real medical lesson in the middle of yeah. it. Yeah. The joke being that it is it is a real medical lesson. That's- in my view, to some extent, that's the prank on the audience is that for this whatever hour-ish uh, podcast, five minutes, you're going to get a very real medical lesson. <laughs> medical information. Yeah. Uh, 
yeah but cameron you know his character will be heckling it you know throughout right. whatever like uh so that's that's sort of what it is and but that first episode we we had vague ideas and it played out so well and then we recorded two in a row that night and uh i just i was like this this is what i would i would prefer this to some of what i already listened to mm, um, yeah and me i was playing it straight i've loosened up a little bit since my character but i was playing it very straight for those first episodes and uh I, so i felt like i could be objective a little bit and was like no this is we should make this into a, a whole thing so that's that's essentially how it started and then um yeah we've uh once we've the exciting part is that we get to meet up with these other improvisers and also we were scared to call ourselves improvisers at first or mm-hmm. any of that because do you got do you guys have like a legit and by legit it could be anything but legit uh-huh. improv background i mean do, have you played you know with improv groups do you have improv groups or sketch groups or anything like that either london now kinda, or, yeah. london kind of has i i uh, didn't do any yeah what's that's that? that's what's more impressive about cameron in my mind is that he like i said just told him you're playing dumb and I think it was fantastic start. And that's what made us take it seriously was how, how good the start we had. Um, for me, I grew up as a child actor. So I literally like I, as a child, I would be doing whatever improv classes and acting classes. So, uh, that was, um, I, Are you ne- I, you're for- nine years old doing like zip zap zop or whatever mm-hmm. that game is. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And I couldn't tell you the name of whatever we were doing, but yeah, yeah. I, they were throwing these things at me. And uh, yeah, that's, that's how I was raised. And what it's one of those things you forget until you're like, Oh wait, I guess I have had. It gets legitimate training. Well, it's funny. Cause I, I train, uh, I teach improv uh, where I work at the company. I work at a uh, okay. branding studio and they have me teach. I've taught improv like in the real world. And then they found out I did that. So they had me do it for people in our design studio. And I always start out a a new class by saying how many people here have done improv, you know, show of hands Mm -hmm. and like, like two, two people like raise their hands. I did it in college. Mm -hmm. And I always point out, well, you're lying right now because everybody does improv. Yeah. We're doing improv right this moment. Unless somebody, somebody has emailed you a script. This is all improv. They go, Oh, Okay. Yeah, <laughs> makes sense. Yeah. And I mean, that's yeah. definitely been a, a basis of London and I's relationship for a large part of our lives is just constant bits, just that's constant sarcastic bits. Yeah. yeah. And so, so it, it became very easy to, I mean, the, the conversation on the show, as ridiculous as it is, is not that far off from our normal conversation. <laughs> that's very Just close. that we're, we know, like, we're not actually that stupid is basically the <laughs> difference. <laughs> So where, where, where did you guys grow up? Do you still live where you guys grew up and went to middle school? Yeah. We're both from the Dallas area. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you still you, around there and you still live in that area. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, a- growing up as, as kids in middle school, what were sort of your, I mean, did you have comedic interests that sort of led you eventually down this path? Were you like fans of Monty Python or fans of particular oh, yeah. comedians? Definitely Monty I, Python. Yeah, I think if you list most of the remotely well-known comedy stuff, like yeah, I can't get enough of any of it. Um, yeah, like that's that once that that's yeah, old Cameron. And I would talk about. I'm sure. Uh, I mean, Simpsons was huge for both of us. Oh yeah, that's every day, or I, whatever. <laughs> yeah, most days of the week, whenever it was on before Simpsons, Conan. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, just weird, goofy stuff. Not that like Simpsons is that weird or anything like that, but you know what I mean. Just 
so it's pretty, niche. It's pretty weird. Yeah. <laughs> Stuff that yeah. felt atypical as like a, you know, eight, nine, 10, 11 year old or whatever, you know? Cause mm-hmm. you can kind of see, uh, or hear, uh, those, some of those influences in your show, which is interesting. Everything from sort of, you know, either the interviewing style from like a Conan or sort of the, the off the wall references you guys make about particular sort of ongoing things in the show. Right. So mm-hmm. the thing we, we just, you know, the episode we just recorded, which will be, uh, dropping in January, mm-hmm. um, had, you know, this, uh, this bit about the mayor which, you know, has all the earmarks of a running gag about this yeah. character mm-hmm. that the audience will likely never meet, but they will hear plenty about. And so you paint this sort of larger than life picture of this, this character, um, yeah. which is yeah, funny. I, f- I feel like that to me seems very Simpsons like or 30 rock like just mm-hmm. uh, lots of references to, yes, yeah, something that will never be followed up on that just sort of lets the implication do all the work for yeah. you. You know what I mean? Cause that's going to be more funny than over explaining it. And I mean, I think a, one thing also similar to both of those shows is that we kind of have no continuity. Like we have these running jokes, yeah. but it, it doesn't matter yeah. at all. Like there is no, there's yeah. nothing you're missing by missing out on old episodes sort of. Yeah. Right. Which that's, that's a big point that, that I wanted to make different from most, I mean, comedy bang, bang, often included uh like you you kind of feel like you have to know the last episode Mm -hmm. like um you know like a lot of a lot of podcasts especially comedy ones you feel like you have to keep up with them uh which i'm sure is great for you know maintaining listenership (laughs) but uh you know for for us i i was like let's let's make it or well i don't know if i had to declare it necessarily but like we've thought let's make it standalone each time yeah creates pressure on us to be trying to innovate every episode mm-hmm. and you know every little bit like uh a bit that we've been doing for what may, i think like a year uh something like that is the chore wheel mm-hmm. maybe a year and a half now um which that was just because we felt like we needed more stuff in it and once again it's throwaway it's the mayor thing got gets bring, brought into that a lot right uh <laughs> And it's yeah. it just sort of like, yeah, the mayor can be just anything we want on any given episode. Mm-hmm. He can yeah. be this like powerful, like well-connected guy, or he can be essentially a homeless person. Like it 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 does not matter. Yeah. Because right. everything is just sort of different every single time. Right, right. Which is funny because when you do it sort of the way you guys do it, there is this feeling, and this is what what I'm hearing you getting at, is there's this feeling that there is this sort of um, sort of ongoing tissue between episodes, but the, the reality of the fact is none of it needs to connect or make sense. Yeah. Right. So you may mention the mayor, but the fact that he's a pauper yesterday and he has limousines today mm-hmm. doesn't make any difference. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah Cause if we need an explanation for it, we can do it. We can come up with right. some sort of ridiculous mm-hmm. reason from getting to point A to point B. But I, for a lot of that stuff, I feel like it's just more fun to leave it up to your imagination, you know? What is, for each of you individually, let's start with, with you, London, what's, what's your favorite part of the show, either putting it together or being in it or doing it or certain elements of what you do in the show? Uh, my favorite part would just be, um, uh, I guess whenever it, usually we, we try to build on it later, but those introductions, um, whenever I introduce Cameron in part, because, I don't know what he's going to do. Uh, and that's just always a fun part. It's I, 
I, you know, introduce a show. I sort of try to set the environment of it's a medical podcast, but I also have a little joke in there. And then I introduce Cameron and the pressure is going to be on one of us to come up with the thing there. And I like that we kind of, that sort of sets the tone for a lot of it, um, that we have to try to come up with something new, hopefully funny. Uh, and like, that's, that's the first starting point of we get to play instead of just, because I will say writing up the medical lessons is very annoying. Uh, cause I I'm walking the line of, I want to teach at a third year medical student level, but also I want anyone to be able to hear, which, mm. you know, a, a third year medical student sometimes does need that level of refresher anyway. So it's, I'm walking a line the whole time, whenever I'm preparing the stuff, but, uh, for the rest it's just um setting us up to have to come up with things yeah how about uh, you cameron what's your sort of favorite part of the what you guys do lately it's been doc i almost called you dr london which i should call you dr <laughs> london i don't know <laughs> why i fell on podcast notes, but that is your title you are a real doctor yeah. anyway uh uh, for our Patreon, London and I have been doing sort of solo episodes where it'll be just me and him. And mm. it'll be usually some sort of really weird premise. Like we just did a uh, a recap episode for oh, yeah. a ridiculous TV show that does not exist. <laughs> and it's us recapping the fifth episode of this show. And that we just spent an hour just making up plot lines. To it, was so it was so fun. Yeah. Like I, I have so much fun doing that kind of stuff. For That's sure. great. That's great. Um, so you have, uh, does you're saying that's for the Patreon episodes, but for your regular episodes, you always have a guest. Yes. Or almost do you do s- always. Almost. I would say once every couple months, sometimes yeah. because we have an idea that we just want it to be us sometimes just out of necessity. Cause maybe we had a guest and they canceled or something. Yeah. More often the latter, but yes. <laughs> It, um, we'll do yeah, sort of a gimmick episode. I'm trying to think of an mm. example. We definitely did one where you like you visited my house. Yeah, um, we had to record at his house. That was yeah. the whole thing. <laughs> we had to get there. Like it was a whole. It turned situation. into sort of like a tour of my house and all this kind of stuff. But um, our so our our kind of third main collaborator with a lot of not only this but we've done some or attempts at sketch writing and stuff in the past is uh, our friends Cassie. And her husband, Dylan. And so Cassie d- will come out of the show frequently to fill in as sort of a dropped out guest. So oh, we okay. do a lot of those that are, you know, we have a guest on, but it's actually this person who does a lot of the <laughs> editing and is very involved with mm-hmm. everything. Our, right. our Christmas episode will feature her as a, oh, as okay. a guest. Yeah. So. All, I think that's, we've done Every three Christmas, Christmas yeah. episodes. It's always going to be her. Like she's yeah. on pretty frequently. She's, you know, definitely our most frequent guest, but also like one of the brains yeah. behind everything oh, yeah. we kind of come she, up with. She's the one who told us it's boring. You need to do something new. Try a chore wheel thing. Like that's, that's how. Oh, that okay. Interesting. Uh, yeah. She, cause I, uh, at certain point at first, especially I would, I would be correcting course quite a bit, but once we had, you know, 50 episodes under our belt, then I, I was ready to coast to some extent, <laughs> Right. but uh, no, fortunately we have a group that, we'll just tell it. No, it's terrible. Oh, that's cool. Uh, now now when you have, when you have guests on, do you ever do any prep with them? Cause the couple of times I've been on, you just, you just go, just bring a character. I, I get the feeling you guys just like sort of being surprised by whatever turns up and just mm-hmm. rolling with it. Right. Yeah. To the point where London will not let me tell, like I have sort of a notepad 
of just like one line bit ideas just to start something off with the show. And London will not let me tell him <laughs> no, that stuff beforehand. That. He wants it to be a surprise yeah. <laughs> during recording. I mean, I can, I can try to write something up, but no, to answer your question, uh, we'll, we learned from experience. We had like one, yeah, I, I think there's one guest in, that I have in mind who was one of the Reddit randos uh, and he came on and any fans might know what I'm talking about. He talked about lemons the whole time. And it was like, <laughs> okay, can we, um, basically a lot of, a lot of guests have the habit of saying, I'm here to be your patient. Tell me oh. what's wrong with me. And the, all they could think of was lemons. That was the whole episode was about <laughs> this, this guy's lemon problems. Wow. Like, okay. yeah. So, yeah. So you can imagine we, we did have to start setting some rules. So now we, um, uh, for most guests, for repeat guests, we aren't as strict because we, uh, like basically we might screen to make sure that it hasn't been done before, whatever yeah. character you're doing. But for the most part, we'll say have a character and a reason for that character to be on the podcast. Uh, and then that's, most of it i mean yeah because as you were talking about with your company you know most people can do improv and if they have the interest to do it mm -hmm. then that's most of the work and you know some people we've had on just zero improv experience and uh they've been some of our favorite guests or at least my favorite guests yeah so. that's great yeah i mean if they can react to sort of the questions uh and then it just becomes the classic improv give and take and mm -hmm you're off to the races and you don't really need too much preparation. Yeah. Like, well, yeah, I, I, I love like, like when Chase O'Donnell, who's a stand-up comedian would be on and you could, she kind of just came up with her idea for her character in our conversation. Mm -hmm. Like right yeah. then, I, like mm -hmm. the, I know, the second episode and she mm -hmm. was great at it. It was perfect. Yeah. And it, yeah, those types of people who like can, we, I mean, we've definitely had people where a guest will s throw in something and we'll say, Oh, uh, someone's already done something like that and they'll be like, oh, okay. And they'll have something else like yeah. those yeah. types of people who can, yeah, just riff on anything. Right. Always right. end up being sort of the most fun guests. Now, do you guys see the show going somewhere in particular in terms of its development? Do you ever want to be sort of like, you know, we want to make sure this gets on video at some point, or we're going to be sort of the flagship for a series of different shows, anything like that? I think we've, we've at least had the conversations of, you know, where could we go from here? I think if, uh, being honest, I, I don't think that we have enough listeners to be expanding is the main issue. Yeah. Well, but, we definitely uh, don't need a, like an MCU style multiverse of, uh, well, maybe that's what will bring people in. That yeah. That's true. Well, I, yeah. So we haven't ruled it out becoming the MCU, uh, sort of <laughs> taking over that, but, um, I see, meantime, kind of, I see you as kind of a, uh, a uh, main character like, um, you know, it, you could be like Star Tony Stark. You know, yeah. and you sort of like are the, the linchpin for all these other characters to come together, right? Mm -hmm. I pull them all in. <laughs> or a Samuel yeah. L. Jackson, maybe. You know? Yeah, all, all of our guests from, from Reddit <laughs> stop by and become the heroes of the day. But yeah, that's, um, I, we've definitely had friends who said like, I don't know, I get, I'm thinking what comes to mind is like the, whatever the um the daytime talk show thing on the onion i've mm. had that in mind for um sort of how our yeah. podcast could translate to sort of a talk show style thing 
Um, I mean, I think in general, just as a group, even sort of unrelated from Jock Talk, we've we've talked forever and have written forever just various sketches that we that end up just sort of not materializing. Yeah. And so I would mm. say that right now, uh, you know, our 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 friends Cassie and Dylan are collaborators and, and Dylan is DJ Dylan on the show and does all the editing. Uh, you know, they're pregnant right now, so they're much too busy mm-hmm. to be yeah. handling me in London mm-hmm. going, yeah. Hey, what if we, what if we like <laughs> dumped milk yeah. on your head? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, I guess, so life circumstances is, I guess, also a significant issue there. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, one thing I th- you guys mentioned comedy bang, bang a few times, and uh, you're probably familiar with like them doing things like, you know, Andy Daly will come on. And then they did a whole slate of shows based on just mm-hmm. the characters right, that yeah. he would do on that yeah. show. Is there anybody, I mean, do you have enough recurring guests that you could perceive doing something like that, where you do like a spinoff from some guest that's been on like 10 times or something? I mean, I would they, say that would be Cassie, right? Yeah. That's yeah. The, she has a character, Sheila Dawn, hmm. who she was on like the f- second, or second episode. episode? Yeah. yeah. Something like that, like very early on. And her her bit at first was that she uh she cooked up roadkill she would find roadkill and cook it up and like just had it as a, like a jerky yeah yeah okay. a shockingly successful business though like you know, made <laughs> made tens of millions of dollars uh you know like very successful so you, you, as whatever you're talking to her you can't argue with this character because <laughs> right. they're doing so well yeah uh, and so that kind of thing that character's come back to you know i think what was it and Eventually, she has a dozen others too yeah but yeah, that, that one in particular has come back over and over like Halloween episode. I think mm. that character was uh, like basically trapping people to, to become the, the meat for the thing. Like there's a whole uh, yeah. running premise. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. What do you guys do when you're not um, doing the podcast? I mean, London, you're, are you actually a practicing physician? I'm not currently practicing. So I, I graduated from medical school during the pandemic and uh, so the, the most recent thing I became, I'm adjunct professor of medicine for a mm. uh, college thing. And um, I'm just joined a board of something, but I'm applying for uh, residency positions. That's, okay. that's where I'm at. So it's uh, for those who aren't familiar with the process, it's um, before scrub starts. Okay. <laughs> then it shows scrubs. Yeah. Once it starts, then, uh, then that's the, the time to specialize. So I'm currently the title is uh, in that regard, uh, unmatched MD is the term. <laughs> that makes it sound like you're like top of the top of the heap. I'm unmatched. <laughs> I need to. Yes. I need to rephrase it. I weigh my head. That's how to do it. <laughs> I'm unmatched. Nobody can touch. <laughs> and uh, Cameron, what, what, uh, what do you do? I'm a web developer. So I'm on the computer for like 10 hours a day. Pretty oh, much okay. It. All right. Um, what, uh, do you guys have other than the the podcast you guys mentioned, are there some things that uh, kind of pique your interest? Cause one of the things we like to do, you know, as part of Succotash is just, we're kind of, I always tell people it's like a Whitman sampler, a podcast, mm-hmm. right? You can listen to four different clips on a show and go, Hey, that sounds kind of cool. I'll go check them out. Are there other uh, shows that you guys listen to? We do call them soundcasts here mm-hmm. um, just because uh, I got it in my head years ago that the idea that they'd phased out the iPod, 
at Apple, I said, well, why are they still calling them podcasts then? That doesn't make any it's sense. True. Okay. No, fair so call. Yeah. yeah. So I tried to start this whole soundcast thing. And of course, nobody picks it up, but it doesn't bother <laughs> me. I don't care. I don't care. But are there other shows, whether they're comedy or otherwise, that you guys find yourself listening kind of religiously to? For me, it's Hollywood Handbook and all the adjacent ones. They have mm-hmm. like Hollywood Handbook. They have Hollywood Handbook, the pro version. They have the flagrant ones, which is their NBA podcast. Mm. And they have like this mini series podcast, Hollywood Masterclass. I I love those guys so mm. much. And I kind of just listen to that religiously. And like, I've, you know, I've been listening to the It's Always Sunny podcast that just came out. Um, but I'm, I mean, we've definitely. Or. We have- yeah, go well, ahead, we have we have other podcasts like those yeah same here re- pretty religiously listen to hollywood handbook um uh we also uh th- there are ones that i like to tune into a lot there's one called uh let's see there's dead waves we we've guessed it on some of these other ones mm-hmm. um where their idea was not unlike the mcu i guess is to <laughs> get these character-based improv podcasts to uh travel to each other's worlds oh, okay so there's one called a uh, dead waves which is uh ours is medical theirs is paranormal mm. um and so we've guessed on theirs they've they've guessed on ours uh they're a lot of fun um and then truth cast truth cast yeah there's conspiracy that's the theme for that one that one was uh our, our last appearance was one of my favorites i think that we've guessed on because we yeah. were we, we were hunting giants but our characters were like very tiny people <laughs> And so, and so yeah, we everyone. just sort of considered anyone over like five two to be a giant. <laughs> yeah, that that's and we just ran the heart of that. And then I, they, of course, it, we got smaller and smaller throughout the the interview. Like yeah, <laughs> that's the way they described us. Yeah, this, this is how I get new shows that I because yeah. there are now so many shows, so many shows out there that oh. between myself and my co-host Tyson Sainer, we cannot keep up mm-hmm. with the flood well, of these things. There's also, sorry, one more, because we guessed yeah. it on this one more than the others, actually, which is uh, uh, what, Apocalypse Tips with Lester Pips. <laughs> I believe the show is ended now. He, mm. he decided that uh, it was too much to um, do host without a co-host. Oh, but yeah. uh, but um, we, we're on a number of his, and there's, you can watch it with a video version on YouTube or there's a podcast version. And, but because it, it was streamed live, we we did costumes and everything for it so well, maybe that's I'll ezra ezra parter yes okay. yeah yeah maybe i'll resurrect a, a segment we used to do called soundcast graveyard where i'd play clips from soundcast that were no longer in production <laughs> oh yeah no he's a i mean it's it's also recently out of production i think it was october mm. was whenever he finished or or oh, okay. it was last month or something like it's it's recent uh we need to have him on as a guest again because he's uh a fairly recurring guest oh that's I'll, cool although I'll, I'll say yeah for, for most of these i i do tend to push for new either new characters or new significantly new chapters in their their lives something okay. that you can listen to without having heard the previous yeah. one and right. it doesn't matter because that like we mentioned before with comedy bang bang you have those certain characters that there's so much lore that they spend <laughs> half the episode just sort of like trying to remember these specific details <laughs> yeah and we wanted to sort of skip like Scott Ackerman complains about that every single time. And we are like, yeah, we want to avoid that as much as possible. So yeah. if a recurring character comes on, it's like, okay, just like a completely new slate, basically like a new bit. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So it's a, it's the, maybe the same name, but he's got a totally different jam, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just a new business. Well, like 
like Cassie's character, Sheila Dawn, every time it comes on, it's like there is a whole other thing to unpack. Like it, it did switch from roadkill to cannibalism, you know, like, <laughs> and you know, you can't leave this play. Yeah. Like there, there's a whole thing to, to discuss and to get yeah, into. That's great. Um, I know. Uh, oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I know Chase O'Donnell, who I mentioned before, she's a stand up has a podcast, but oh, I have yes. not listened to it, but I know she's really funny and she's been a guest on our show yeah. multiple times. And we've been on other shows with her a few times. Um, and she's part of the like Tom Segura world of, oh, okay. of podcast. She's part of that network. Yeah. So uh, chase your enthusiasm, I believe is the name of the podcast. Oh. She was, she's on curb at least briefly. Oh, okay. So yeah, she works on curb and yeah, works on it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And they, they worked her into the show at some point. That's cool. If you guys heard the uh, Dead Eyes podcast, no, I'm not familiar. It's a guy who was cast in HBO's Band of Brothers, and then he was fired by Tom Hanks before production began because he thought that he, the guy had dead eyes. Oh wow! <laughs> and he's now. Well, I have he, heard of this. Yes, he's, okay. he's now spent three seasons trying to pick that apart. Yeah. And he has, you know, other actors on and he's, he has yet to have Tom Hanks actually on the show, yeah. but he keeps trying to, he, he, first he was trying the whole first season. What does he mean by dead eyes? And now uh-huh. it's all about just actors working in, in commercials that, you know, had their shot and somebody, you know, they got fired from something and it's pretty interesting from that perspective. It's a little bit sort of a weird limited world, but. <laughs> gotcha. Oh, uh, sorry. One more to. To, yes. to plug one of our guests is yes. bald talk, which you might've already covered before, but um, we had uh, one of the, the co-hosts for that uh, Charlie Sanders. He was on ours. Okay. He was great in ours, but um, yeah, I've listened to some of theirs and is it's nice to hear you get the, the insider conversations and they're all very funny people. So oh, the cool. inside life of bald people, <laughs> when you say yeah. insider information, that's what I mean. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I thought you said ball talk, B-A-L-L. Now I realize yeah. you said ball talk. And I, it does sound familiar. I, I'd say yeah, it's, him, look and, up it's both. him and yeah. Brian Husky, right? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Host, cool. yeah. Now, have you guys ever considered, maybe you've done this, I'm, I don't know, but have you considered doing a live episode somewhere? We have. We've definitely thought about it, but I mean, we started this the summer before COVID. <laughs> so we were still <laughs> figuring everything out when all that, yeah. yeah, happened. Yeah, uh, we. I know we've been. We had one guest who uh, started an improv festival in Ireland, and he told us if we're ever in Dublin, he will try to get a stage time. So there you we go. Have that there you go. So yeah, we do have a guy who may or may not try <laughs> to get us stage time if we travel or, over there. So you're there, yeah. you're in. You guys are in. That's yeah, how I, yeah, that's, that's what it. I. At least that's what I'm hearing. I'm yeah. hearing that. Well, I. That's all I heard. I. I will <laughs> definitely say it's one of those things like. I imagine, you know, what it's like to be on Conan. I imagine also what it is like to have our own uh, live show going. And I think of the bits. I've, I've thought through the bits that, which is cheating for improv, but I have thought oh, through see, some bits. I'm terrified of, I'll do it, but I'm terrified. <laughs> this is why I've never tried like live improv, despite being interested in it is because yeah. I don't want to be on stage. That's nerve wracking. Whereas uh, I'm, that, that's how it grew up. Yeah. That's- yeah. No, you love it. <laughs> It, yeah, it can't. I mean, that's one of the things I, I kind of work with people most with is that that idea of being too nervous to be up on stage in front of people and that whole thing. Um, and it's just a, it's an interesting I mean, it's supposedly like one of the most frightening things out of 
things to be frightened of. It's like more mm. frightening than dying to some people. Yeah. Um, so it's a, it's an interesting thing. A lot of it is confidence based. You know, it's the idea that you can just get out there and just if you take command of the stage, the audience doesn't kind of they'll go wherever you want them to, to take mm-hmm. them, you know. Um, but a lot of people don't realize that if you've never kind of done a lot of st- even any stage time. Um, but it's when you get out there, when you first start going, oh, I'm going to do this now. And they're just kind of with you. As long as you don't look like the one thing they don't want to do is see somebody who's nervous and afraid, afraid they don't know what they're doing. Cause then they, it's not, they don't like it. They feel nervous for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So the, the, the wings start shaking on the, the, the whole, the whole thing at that point. So. Or at the very least they'll think he does not know what he's doing. Mm-hmm. And I'm yes. also thinking, I don't know what I'm no. doing. So well, on the same page, you know, every, everything's yes. being communicated the, properly. You're all clued in. Yeah. Yes. That's it's just, just, you, you want to keep a thin veil between yeah. that you know it and that they know it. Yeah. I guess part of what I think, I mean, over time, like, you know, high school, college, whatever, doing plays and stuff. I, I do have stage fright, but I just basically figure out how to lie to myself enough to be like, uh, no, I'm used to this kind of, this size of crowd is not a big crowd to me. Right. That's I, I just well, I treat mean, my brain. I mean, most performers, you know, do have butterflies and nerves and yeah. stuff and you just learn to channel it Yeah. into the performance. Um, mm-hmm. I used to, I used to do an improv duo act with a buddy of mine from Seattle and we were in theater sports up there. And then we started doing our own two man improv stuff. And I, before every show we would get bookings, I'd say, I would tell them like literally three minutes before I can't go on. Mm-hmm. I can't go on. Not that I couldn't go on. I just like yeah, seeing him, just... him freak out when I told him I could, <laughs> I can't, I can't go on. I'm sorry. I can't do this. That's good. I cannot do this. So where can, uh, where can people uh, hear you? Of course, we'll have links to the show and stuff, mm-hmm. but uh, just so you can get it out there in the airwaves. Where can people pick up uh, the Jock Doc podcast? Well, Cameron's web designing expertise really came in handy for this part. Uh, for our single page website uh-huh. that yes. has an embed of the podcast for most recent episode and then links to all, all the of your podcast, podcast platforms, all of our social media. It's all jockdocpodcast.com. Uh, and it's, I, I will say, especially for smaller podcasts out there, a lot of them, it is a struggle to actually find their podcast from the link they post. So yeah. this is, um, we, we found the flaws in the other podcasts and tried to do better where we could. <laughs> those are wise uh, words. And I have a lot of podcasters do listen to this show. So uh, any oh, of those, um, those tips are always helpful to them. It's also uh, social media is at Jock Doc Podcast. If you don't feel oh, like going everything. to the website. Yeah, it's just at Jock Doc Podcast. Uh, it's also... Because of the times and ever, it was called out as part of DJ Dylan's joke in the podcast. Um, I think he was just searching for material, but I do also have a Pinterest account now, uh, solely because he he said that. So there's Dr. Lennon Smith, and then also um, a TikTok. Well, DJ, oh, we have a TikTok too. But DJ because Dylan, who who are, are the actual editor of the show, puts in really amazing, like genuinely oh. great like beats and songs into every single in every episode yeah that are very funny and he puts all of that on spotify right oh yeah yeah you can go i think it's dj dylan in the house okay. i think yeah and uh no you can you can look that up you can play the songs you can also 
make your TikTok videos, put his songs in there. You know, go nuts, guys. It is. He he did have a song. I don't remember what it was, but it was about COVID. And it definitely was used like earnestly by a few. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It was like some QAnon, like anti-vax something like use this very sarcastic silly covid song i don't even remember what the premise was there's a climate change one as well yeah there's oh that's right (laughs) so maybe i'll try and find uh, find one of those and i'll throw it in at the end of the show sure yeah and there's new stuff every episode because once again we we get tired of the the other podcasts that don't innovate as much so i hear you that sounds great well guys thanks so much for uh for jumping in uh always thank you for having us yeah thank you for having us I've had fun with you guys and uh, just uh, thought it was a high time to return the favor and have you have you on here. So we'll point uh, everybody in the direction of the Jock Doc podcast. Thank you, Dr. London Smith. Thank you, Cameron Clark. And uh, we'll be seeing you in Soundcast land. All right. See you. Great. Thank you. <laughs> Always fun hanging out on the Jock Doc podcast. So it was a fun treat to have those guys hang out here for a bit. The episode of their show I appear on as Dr. Andrew Minutia, amateur nanotechnology expert, is slated to drop on January 10th of the new year. If you forget that, don't worry. I'm sure I'll mention it again and again and again. Let's get to the tweet sack and then I will get out of your ears. This is a, the list of folks kind enough to throw a mention of at Succotash Show into their socials in the past couple of weeks. Fascination Street, Never Explain Anything, Dr. Collision, and Pause the Dinosaur Hunter, Uprising Angels Esports, Salty Language Pod, Lisa Penzich, Jeffrey Welchman, Comatose Podcast, haven't heard from those guys in a while, Collateral Cinema, Pittsburgh Nerd Podcast, I Shake My Head with Lisa and Sam, Dumbass Dudes Podcast, Everything is Alive, Misfit Scully, Oystein Olsberg Brogger, Nicole Yavanoff, and last but not least, we were mentioned by the Worldwide Comedy Awards, who said, quote, just got approval from the WWCA's board. If you get another 10 people to send us pictures of people eating succotash, bam, that's another free entry, unquote. I... I don't quite know what that means. I think they're just joking around. But if you have any pictures of yourself eating actual succotash, won't you send it to the Worldwide Comedy Awards board, I guess? I I don't know where to reach them. But but apparently they're anxious to see you stuff in your face with succotash and we get an entry to the award. I don't know what this means, but I was fascinated. All right. I think that's it for Epi 283. Thanks again to Dr. London Smith and producer Cameron from the Jock Doc podcast for chatting it up with me. Tyson Saner will be back in this very same feed next week with episode 284 and some early Christmas presents for you in the form of comedy soundcast clips. I'm off to get some holiday shopping in, which means I have to dig up my mask. I'm in California where they're putting a mask, indoor mask mandate back in place this week through the middle of January. Glad I'm vaxxed and boosted. Are you? If not, why not? Don't let a rampant, virulent disease disrupt your holiday this year. So mask up, vax up, and say hello to friends you know and everyone you meet. See, that's from A Christmas Carol. 
Remember, if anyone asks if you've heard anything good lately, won't you please pass the succotash? You've been listening to Succotash, the comedy soundcast soundcast with your host, Mark Hershaw. Brought to you by Henderson's Pants and... Imagine your company's name right here. Rate us and review us at Apple and Google Podcasts. Find us on the web at SuccotashShow.com. On Spotify. On Stitcher. On iHeartRadio. On YouTube. On SoundCloud. And wherever fine soundcasts are streamed and or downloaded. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Suckatash Show. Like us on Facebook. Email us at marc at succotashshow.com or call into the Succotash Skype line at our toll call number 818-921-7212. You can also upload clips from your favorite comedy soundcasts directly to us using our direct upload link at hightail.com slash you slash Succotash. Succotash is produced and engineered by Joe Paulino through the auspices of Studio P. Sausalito, the home of the hit. Our hosts are Mark Hershon and Tyson Sainer. Our musical director is Scott Carvey. Our booth assistant is Kenny Durges. Succotash is executive produced by Mark Hershon. Until next time, I'm your loyal booth announcer, Bill Haywatt, reminding you to please pass the Succotash. Goodbye. This has been a Succotash Patch production.